go. Yeah, we go. And uh, I'm excited because I'm honored to be standing amongst God's people. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know if you understand the gravity of that, but you see, every time I get behind the pulpit, whether it be with Dayspring Christian Church or anywhere else, where God's people are assembled, I'm honored because to be able to present God's word to his people in itself is just, I don't know if there are any words that can really encapsulate that. But I, I, just like I say, and I thank Pastor Sokol for inviting me. He's not here right I now, and I know that, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. We've, talked, we've talked several times, Pastor and I. We've met when I was working at the prison as a chaplain, and I find him to be an honorable man. I thank him that he allowed me to be here in his stead, presenting God's word. Yeah. But I should let you know in advance that I may not preach like Pastor Soul Call. It's all right. The reason being because I'm not Pastor Soul Call. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, though, what I do present is the word of God. Yes, amen. Amen. Now, I will also warn you that somebody may take offense to the word of God, but that would not be my problem. I think I started already. <laughs> See, because the word of God is offensive to those who choose not to believe. Amen. Amen. I'd rather walk in God's word. Mm. And in doing so, we can be walking in victory. Yeah, this is yeah. the Christian church. Yeah, mm. Our friend believes that when we walk in accordance with God's word, then we walk in victory. And, uh, by victory, I mean that the things that holds the world down yeah, can't hold yeah. the, the Christian back. Mm. It means that we're successful because we choose to walk with God. Having said that, I've been watching, I've been looking, I've been listening, and we've been living in a day and age where the word of God is wholly rejected. We've been living, we are living now at a time when it's okay to call right wrong. It's okay to call wrong right. I've been watching with my eyes and listening with my ears and my heart's been getting kind of heavy about some of the things. Amongst those things, if you allow me for a moment, I'm going to get into the word, don't worry about that now. I've been watching how men, some of them anyways, have decided they no longer want to be men. And they want to take on the persona of a woman. Uh, but I found the word of God. He said he made male and female. Yes, he made yes, the yes, male yes. for the female and the female for the male. And I, yes. I believe that when God created the male and the female, yes. that he knew exactly what he was doing. Exactly. exactly. I'm convinced of it. Yes. So when you have a man or a woman for the matter, that they decide they don't want to be what God created them, you turn God into a liar. Uh, I take issue with that. I'm getting mad at me already. But I would urge you, this is the message today, by the way. Don't get mad at me. That's my message, by the way. Don't get mad at me. I'm just preaching the gospel. Preach, preach. But when you take what God has called honorable and make it dishonorable, and take what God has called honorable and you make it dishonorable, then you smack the face of God. I will not have that in my presence. Amen. 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 
But the other things that we do, like to, we, we have lies. This world is accepted Mama. lies as though lies are okay. They've gone so far as to color code lies. <laughs> you got white lies running around the place. And I expect there must be a black lie too, because the white lies in there must be a black lie. Have mercy. Well, any other color lie for that matter. But you see, we use the term white lies so as to soften the untruth of what we're saying. Hmm. Uh, this is just to take care of your feelings. We don't want to hurt your feelings, and we're going to tell you a little white lie. But I read somewhere in the scripture that all liars Mama. should have their place in the lake Amen. that burns with fires. Amen. It doesn't say a black lie or a white lie or a yellow lie. It says all liars. But, but we've turned the truth of God into a lie. Mm -hmm. now, I'll, I'll not have it. And again, I would urge you not to get mad at me because I'm just preaching the gospel. Mm. But I did find some scriptures. I'm going to read for a little piece today, so be patient with me. I know you don't normally read 15 verses when you're doing a morning service, but you know what? The word of God must stand. Even if I should fall under the weight of the word of God, the word of God must stand. Yes, yes, yes. Romans chapter 1, please. Romans chapter 1. And when you found this nice, say amen. amen. Romans chapter 1. Amen. And I heard one amen on the right of me. <laughs> Glory to God. And when you found it also, I would ask that you would stand. I'm not going to read a whole lot. I'm going to read enough just to make the point of what the word of God has to say. Not what the old preacher here has to say, but the word of God. Romans chapter 1. I'm going to start all around verse 16. Romans 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God uh -huh. unto salvation uh -huh. to everyone that believeth. I'm going to highlight the word there, everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein the righteous is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Hmm. For as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Uh -huh. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Hmm. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it unto them. For the invisible things of him for the creation of the world are clearly seen. Stay with me for a minute now. Being understood by these things that are made, even his eternal power made, even, I'm sorry, even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified God, uh, him not as God. See what I was talking about earlier? Neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. 
professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God uh -huh. into an image made like the corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Watch this now. Who changed the truth of God into a lie yes. and worship and serve the creature more than the creator yes. who is blessed forevermore. Amen. For this God cause God gave them up Never to vile affections. For even their women did change Never their natural into use into that which was against nature. And likewise also the men having a natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without a natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only to do the thing, but have pleasure in them do, that do them. Whew, it's a whole lot. Mama. You may have a seat. Amen. Amen. Don't get mad at me. I'm going to say, I did not write this book. I came along well after it was written, but the words stand true. Uh, but I want to start off here in our discussion in Romans 1 and 16, where Paul declares, after he gives his salutation, that he is not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, what was Paul saying? Some of us find ourselves ashamed of the gospel. Well, preacher, what are you talking about? When you don't want to live for God according to his word, I would suggest that maybe you are ashamed of the gospel. When somebody asks you, the scripture says so-and-so, and you go, well, I've not yet evolved to that point. I might suggest to you that you are ashamed of the gospel. Mm. If they ask you if you are a Christian, and, and you kind of bow your head, and say, yeah, I'm a Christian. But there is no walk of the Christian in your life. And there is no talk of the yeah, Christian in your life. And there is no semblance of Christianity in your life. I might argue that you are ashamed of the gospel. Yeah, you are embarrassed by the gospel. Mm. I've been embarrassed a time or two in my life. Uh, but to be embarrassed by the gospel is a whole different matter. Because what you're saying is you don't love God enough to honor him with your life. Uh, don't get mad at me. I'm, I'm just preaching the gospel. Amen. 
So when you are embarrassed, but Paul said, I am not embarrassed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. What then is salvation? Salvation is delivered from the power of sin, so that if you are delivered from sin, sin has no more control over you. Mm. Mm. Uh, let me say it this way. Another text said, there's an old man, I'm paraphrasing, and there's a new man. So if there's the old man, which is supposed to be dead, well, well. and then there's the new man, which is supposed to be alive, yes, yes. how then can the old man and the new man walk at the same time? Amen. Amen. Mm, that's a rhetorical Amen. question, but I'd like to know that. Because if you're supposed to be the new man, the old man should be Amen. Well, in his grave. I guess I'm walking on people's toes. I've got the nipping or something. I don't know what happened. But nonetheless, let's talk about shame. And then we jump down to verse 25 real quick. I want to stay on there for just a minute. Where it goes that who changed the truth of God into a lie. We discussed that a minute ago under a certain little area how that we have taken men that think they can be women and women think they can be men. Oh, and we can't excuse this factor here. Anybody got any songs out there? Okay. I don't want to throw me just yet, that's why. Because <laughs> that might hurt me a little bit. But there was a time when a Christian frowned upon men and women living together as though they were married. Have mercy. Mm, uh, we changed the truth of God into a lie. Uh, we used to call it shacking up. <laughs> but nowadays it's okay to shack up. Lord help. Because society has said it's okay to do such things. But the word of God has ordained marriage between one man and one woman. So when you change the narrative of God's word, then you're calling God a liar. I, I can't afford that luxury. I have been commissioned to preach the gospel. I've not been commissioned to change the gospel. So don't get mad at me. Worship and serve the creature more than the creator. We can do a whole lesson series on that one right there. We're going to do it right now. Yeah. But when you begin to serve the creature as though the creature is the creator, we got all kinds of problems running at hand. All kinds of problems. But it's likened to, if you allow me to digress for a minute, when Moses went up into the mountain and the people became impatient with Moses communing with God and they sat and they built this idol <laughs> and they declared it was this idol uh, that took them out of bondage well well oh. <laughs> uh, they began to worship this thing that they made with their hands mm. that's going to sink in in a minute but how dare we put something before God as though that thing is God. It doesn't matter what that thing might be. Because when you do that, you begin to change God into a liar. My mercy. Uh, we can't afford that. I cannot afford that luxury. Mm. Mm. Who knowing the truth, the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. We're going to stand on that in just a minute. I just want to put that in your hearing. 
not only that do the same, but have pleasure in them also. But as I suggested a minute ago, many of us are ashamed of the gospel. We, we are ashamed to be called Christian. And here's the funny thing about it. Some of us will go to church. We know just how to raise our hands. <laughs> We've been doing it since God, these young children's age. <laughs> we, we've been talking about hallelujah and praise the Lord. Uh, uh, the problem is, and I heard one preacher say years ago, just because you go to a drug does not make you a cop. You can be around the church and not be part of the church. See, the church is not this building. The church is the people. The called out ones, the ecclesia. <laughs> called out from the world to honor God with their lives. Y'all getting mad at me yet? That was close. <laughs> mm. Genesis 1 and 27 is very clear as to God's decision to make one man and one woman. And it said clearly, and God made them male and female. I'm not going to harp on this much longer, but I just want to make a point. I would change the truth of God into a lie. We can ill afford to do that. I would suggest to you, while I'm talking about this, that God was wise enough to create male and female, that he was wise enough to put the male spirit in the male body and the female spirit in the female body. Amen. Hmm. But then again, one might call me a fool for trusting God. Well, so be it. I found his word to be true. Unrighteousness, that's so broad. And we find that Paul lays out a number of things that are unrighteous. And I want to hit on a few of those. Not all of them. But I want to hit on a few of those just to let you know that God's word is still alive and it's still relevant. And we need to walk in God's word. Not what feels good to us, but what it feels good to now we got to walk in it. If it feels like I'm fussing at you all, I'm not. Because we're going to find out in a little piece, I'm really encouraging you to walk upright. Amen. I'm encouraging you to walk in oh, victory. Amen. I'm encouraging you to hold on to the gospel truth. Because if I don't do that, then I'm going to give you what God has said is wrong and show you how you can walk in God's word at the same time. Is that all right? Amen. Did y'all put your stones down? <laughs> <laughs> Women change the natural. God ordained you to their bodies and that which is unnatural. And you know exactly what they're talking about. They're talking about lesbianism. I'm not going to stone that much more because I think that says a whole lot just in itself. And the men do the same thing. We call it homosexuality. God is not pleased with this kind of foolishness. I said God is not pleased with this kind of foolishness. Amen. Mm. And then there's the wickedness. We find that in scripture too. I didn't make this up. It's right there. Did y'all read it? Yeah. Oh, I got Deacon to read that. Deacon, can you read that for a part for me, please? What says the wickedness? I, I just want to show this not just in my Bible. It's in somebody else's Bible too. Uh, for since the, that, that is, for since the creation of the world. Uh huh. Let me see. 
uh, where it says here that women change the natural use of their body. That's over at verse, uh, let me see. I want to show you that this is not just me speaking. Uh, uh, verse 27, read from 27, please. Likewise, also the men uh -huh. leaving the natural use of the woman uh -huh. burned in their lust for one another. Uh -huh. Men with men committed what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. Uh -huh. Read that a little bit more for me, please. And even as they did not like to retain God uh -huh. in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind uh -huh. to, do to do those things which are not uh-huh being filled with all unrighteousness uh-huh sexual immorality uh -huh. wicked oh uh, there it is covetedness uh-huh maliciousness uh-huh full of envy uh-huh strife uh -huh. deceit evil-mindedness uh-huh they are whisperers backbiters haters of god violent proud boasters Inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Uh, thank you, Pete. We can stop right there, Deacon. Thank you so much. I want to see that book of the scripture that I wrote. The Deacon got his Bible, too. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh, wickedness. Yes. What then is wickedness? In the word iniquity. <laughs> it's depravity or the depraved. Uh, uh, it is something that's evil. Uh, it's perversion. The wickedness. It is that thing at large that displeases God. Wickedness. Hmm. A disregard for who God is. Hmm. When last I checked, and I check quite regularly, because yes. uh, I want to make sure that I'm still in the faith. <laughs> when last I checked, there is but one God. Amen. Uh, there's but one Savior, the man Jesus Christ. <laughs> who being the son of God. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, when last I checked, God, the omnipotent one, yes, yes. the omnipresent one, yes. uh, God, the only one that gave of himself for mankind to yes, be saved. Yes. When last I checked, I regard him for who he is. Yes. I regard his son having taken off his robe of glory. Yes. Uh, and, and, he, and he came down yes. and he laid out some of his attributes just so that I could not die in sin. Well, last I checked, I have total regard for who God is. Oh, he's the one that with a mere thought can dispel me into nothingness. Yeah. But he's the same with a mere, mere thought can just propel me into greatness if he chose to. This same God created heaven and earth. I didn't plan on going down that road, but I want you to see the same God. <laughs> the same God. Uh, some disregard God who is like those that built that, that those mm, idol. Mama. And said this idol was their God. What they really did was disregard who God truly is. Mm. 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 Somebody stand with me this morning. Yeah. Somebody got offended yet this morning. Mm, all right. <laughs> covetousness. It's another one of those things. Being covetous. What then is being covetous? One way of looking at it is an uh, inordinate desire for riches. Mm. That word inordinate there is important. 
because the desire to be rich in itself is not bad, but it's the inordinate desire to be thirsty or for riches. It's not even yours and you want it. It's lust. I'm not talking about a sexual lust. I'm talking about a strong desire for something that is not yours. Have mercy. Have mercy. You didn't work for it. Have mercy. You didn't earn it. Amen. But you want it. Amen. And you will go by any means to get that thing which is not yours. Covetous. Yeah. Desiring something that's not yours. Too lazy to work for yourself. Oops. Uh-oh. <laughs> I said that out loud. My fault. No, it's not my fault. Just don't get mad at me. Some people are too lazy. To get, they, that's why you got people in the prison right now. Because they're too lazy to work for themselves to get what they think they should get. Have mercy. What they think they should get. <laughs> and so you're going still. I, I, I had a, this is an interesting dream. I don't want to go and do all of it. I had it last night. And I woke up this morning and I see why I had that dream. But I was walking a certain way. And, and, and in this dream, there were some young ladies. It was not that, not, not that kind of dream, okay? So let's, let's get that straight. <laughs> And, the young, and, and I was accosted basically by these, these young ladies, and, and they took my wallet. <laughs> my wallet had a piece of cash in it, you understand? Well, what did that do with anything? Well, it wasn't theirs. They had no right to it. Well, well. They were covetous. But God showed me something about that dream this morning. See, God does still, God does still speak. <laughs> Basically, he played on watch out for the wolves. Mm -hmm. Did I say that again? Because they're in the congregation. They pretend to be there for you. They're walking alongside you. But really, they're trying to steal that thing which God has inside of you. Is mm. anybody getting mad at me yet? <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. So in that one them you want to be careful who you let close to you. Because everybody says they want to be close to you, it's not there for you. They're trying to rob you. It may not be a physical robbing, but they're trying to get that anointing that God may have on your life and take it away from you. So the enemy can destroy you. That's a warning. Don't let everybody close to you. I'm not saying be standoffish. I'm not saying that. I'm saying be careful who you let close to you. supposed to be encouraging. Covetous. Then some will use extortion in their covetousness. Taking things that don't belong to them through sneaking means. <laughs> but now here's some I think some of us are familiar with all those backbiters. Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about. Backbiters. Somebody say the backstabbers. Ain't no point me exposing that too much. Y'all don't know. Some of us either have done it or have it had it done to them. In this room, backbiters. They're going behind your back lying on you. They try to tear you down. Mm, backbiters. I told you a minute ago, don't be careful you're that close to you. They say you're your friend, but as soon as they get to their real friend, have mercy. <laughs> Backbiters. Mm. They talk about whispers in there too, but I don't know, you know, some of these things are, uh, uh, I don't want to say redundant, but they kind of feed on each other, these words that Paul's used. You know, 
just to make the point. Backbiters, be careful. I'm here to tell you, when you get that blade back there, it's kind of hard to get that book out of there. Plus, it hurts. <laughs> mm. Haters of God. Mama. Haters of God. Haters, if you don't love God, by necessity you hate him. If you don't love God with your life, by necessity you hate him. <laughs> they sing a song when I was a little boy some years ago. I don't say how many years ago that was right now. Some of y'all already know. They said, I will walk and talk with Jesus each and every day. They said, I want my life to be acceptable to him in every way. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, they said, I want to treat my brother and sister when he taught me to because he said you under others as you would have them do unto you. Some yes, of us yes. have reversed the words of that song. All right. They said, I don't want to walk with God. It got so bad that you'll find in the, in the Old Testament text that somebody said, hey, choose you this day whom you will serve. Because now we ain't serving God. I know I paraphrased that all kind of with your ways. Because it happened more than once in the Old Testament. They choose you this path. No, we ain't going down that path. Haters of God. Love your neighbor. I ain't got time to be loving them. If you can't love your neighbor, then you cannot love God. How can you love God whom you have never seen and hate your neighbor whom you see every day? How can it be so? Uh, haters of God. You hate the preacher, you hate the deacon, you hate the mother, you hate the missionary, or whoever, just because they stand for God. Amen. Yet you say you love God. You are lying in the truth not in you. Haters of God. Backbiters. Don't get mad at me. I'm just preaching the gospel. Disobedient to parents. Disobedient to parents. You know, I was reading the scripture and studying it up. This is what I noted in this scripture. There is no age limit on this. All right. There is no, well, once you turn 18, you can stop obeying your parents. Amen. There's no, once you turn 30, you can stop obeying your parents. Matter of fact, if you read another text, it says, honor your father and your mother, that today will be long upon the land. There is no time limit on that. From the young children to the oldest of us. And God called the old because they know the way. He called the young because they're strong. And by nature, your parents are older than you. Mm. If you're a person, we got some real issues working here, but we won't go into that right now. <laughs> Disobedient to parents. I know we got some real young youngsters up in here. That little girl sitting there laughing at me and carrying on, laughing at her daddy, one of the two. I don't know which one. But daddy and I say, do something, who are you to do it? Unfortunately, my, my parents not with me anymore. But you know what? I honored them until the day that they died. I honored them. And I still won't come against them now. Because Lord, my mama, 
She come up by that game and slap me two or three times and get back in the grave, go home back to sleep. I'm playing. I don't even mean incarnation. I'm done playing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's something about honoring your parents. Don't be disobedient to your parents, no matter what your age is. Uh, uh, this is the word that we found, impeccable. See, we always take the focus. Talk about sex, sins, and life. We don't talk about these things right here. Implacable. What is, what is that word, impeccable? It means a truce breaker. <laughs> you say you're going to do something, you made an agreement, and you chose not to do it. It is better not to make a vow than to make a vow and break that vow. Same thing as break, uh, promise breakers, vow breakers. If you are implacable, there's a, a I'm going to find one little word that can hold that. Liar. Liar. Because you knew from the point you said you weren't going to do it, but you said you were going to do it anyways. Now, if something happens when you can't fulfill that promise, that's another fact. But if you know you're not going to do it, don't say you're going to do it. Impeccable. How many look up that word before in the, in the dictionaries? Not too many. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you do your research, you find I'm not lying to you. Because if I'm lying to you, then I have my place on the lake that burns a fire, and that's too hot for me. <laughs> but you know, this interesting, I've been reading this. I don't know how long I'm up here preaching. I have no idea. <laughs> I hope I'm not too long. I hope I'm not burning your patience. But I just want to make sure the word of God is settled with us. Verse 32, who knowing the judgment of God, knowing the judgment of God, knowing there's a consequence, knowing that God will not allow you to get away with this, they which commit such things are worthy of death. Now, I, I want to talk about this death for just a minute here. Because a lot of times we see death as the lack of life. When somebody is laid out in a casket somewhere, we say they died. And I've seen many people in caskets in the hospitals because of my previous work and whatnot. I've seen, and I've seen plenty of people. But that's really not what death is. What really happened, that spirit left that body. All right. So now what we really have is a separation. So what God is saying, if you do these things in his word, then you are not worthy to be in my company. You need to be separated from me. Well, well. I, I, I've said in times past that hell is a bad place. But it's not so much the intense fire. That, 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 that's not good. The worms eating away at you, but not consuming you. That's, that's not good at all, I would imagine. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near that. That desire you had never got fulfilled, you, you're constantly living with that. That's, that's not so bad. But the whole idea of being eternally separated from God. That, that's a problem. Have mercy. That's a problem for Have me. Mercy, Lord. That's the place where I don't want to walk. Death is not so much the lack of life as it is the separation Have from mercy. whatever. Uh, be dead to sin. Be separated from sin. <laughs> mm. My goodness. But here's the interesting thing I noticed about that. It says not only do the same. In other words, those who are doing this, 
they don't deserve to be in God's presence. But them that have pleasure in them that do it. <laughs> let me let me read you You're not lying, but you're putting somebody else to lie. You're not the one doing it, but you have pleasure in that life being told. You want to be that too. You you you're not living a. a I'll be careful how I frame my words. I got, I got some youngsters in here, but your lifestyle is not pleasing to God insofar as your relationship with other yeah, men and women. You're not the one doing it, but you encourage it by going out and buying certain movies, and you say it's okay to do this when it's not okay to do that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't y'all know what I'm talking about? I'm being careful with my words because I, I got these youngsters up in here. You're not the one doing it, but you're saying it's okay to go ahead and do this. You too are not worthy to be in God's company. Whoever you might be. If it were me, I would not be worthy to be in God's company. Have mercy. You going up there and buying these explicit movies. You're not doing it. But you got great pleasure in it. <laughs> you're not breaking up the families yourself. But you're encouraged in breaking up a family. Have mercy. Yeah, what God is drawing together, let no Come man on. put asunder. Yeah, you're not the one that's putting it asunder, but you sure care your girl. You better go ahead and get away from that man. That man ain't done nothing to you worthy of that. Man, leave her. Why? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I step on somebody's toes? <laughs> hmm. But there's an answer to this. Victory. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. How then do we walk in victory with God's word? We apply it to our lives. How then do we hold on to, the, to that with the blood-stained banner? When it asks if you're, if you're really a Christian, don't be ashamed. Stand up bold. I, I was in the Marine Corps. Before a lot of you guys were born in here, not all of you, but a lot of you. <laughs> you know what they did not teach us to do? This is the one thing they did not teach us. They didn't teach us retreat and shame. Well, that's two things. They didn't teach us that. They didn't. So I don't know how to do it. I wouldn't talk. <laughs> I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation, to the Jew first, and also to the barbarian. It means if you have breath in your body and you want to be saved, it doesn't matter what your ethnicity. Um, it's not getting at me about that one too. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what part of the world you live in. It doesn't even matter what you did in your past life. This gospel is for everybody. Everybody. Amen. God loves us so much for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Yes, yes. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. These things we outlined will cause you to perish. I would encourage you not to focus on these things we discussed, but focus on God's love. Focus on not so much not doing these, but how can I please God? Because if you're pleasing God, these things won't become a part of the picture. Amen. 
is I spend my time loving you. I heard one preacher say some years ago, I don't have time to hate you. <laughs> if you spend your time in God's presence, you don't have time to get out of his presence. If you spend your time honoring God with your life, there is no time to dishonor God with your life. This is how you walk in victory. This is how you honor God, by honoring him. Recognizing that he sent his son, his only begotten son, to die for our sin. Now, if you're sitting up in here today, this wasn't one of those feel-good messages, I know that. I'm not too good for feel-good messages. It wasn't one that tickled your ears. I know that. It's one that should have caused some introspection, however. Looking inward and see how we can please God with our lives. But you got to make a first step to that. If you don't know Jesus, it's time right now. Don't wait till tomorrow. If you don't know him, this is the time, this is the day, this is the hour. Do not wait till tomorrow. Because tomorrow is not promised to every one of us. If you don't know Jesus, this is the time. You can sit and see if you want to. You can come to and pray at the altar. Whatever you need to do, I will pray with you. I will pray for you. Get your life with God right now. Because we're going to walk outside that door and no telling what could happen to us. It goes for me too. I want to make sure my life is right. I don't want to be the preacher left. I gave him good news. Yeah. We don't have to walk in this negative stuff. We can walk in the glory of God with our whole life. Is there one that needs Christ today? Is there one that needs prayer today for any reason whatsoever? Is there one? Well, that in the case. I say, God bless you. Don't get mad at me. Just, just live the right life. And you'll be fine. God bless you.